Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the Aphorite race. This is part of our race overview series where we go over all the possible player races. And right now, we're on the planar adventure races. The shimmering flesh of this gold skin figure flashes with points of light that seem at times to create strange runic shapes. Christian, this is the beginning of the end. The last three races in the core of Pathfinder First Edition. We're starting off with some lawful boys. So, Aphorites lore-wise are descendants from the city of Axis, which is the lawful city of lawful perfection in the Outer Plains, and the deific beings there were like, wow, we're way too lawful to just, like, interact with mortal creatures, because, man, do they not follow the rules? Like, I can't really handle that right now. So this made the Aphorites <laughs> to be their liaisons to humans so that they don't have to deal with their nonsense. I like the idea that, like, inevitables and things are like, I'm so done with this conversation right now. You know, I'm just making a race to deal <laughs> with it. I'm done with you. this conversation, but I have to adhere to the rules of this conversation and let you finish your piece before I respectfully leave. <laughs> so they made these Aphorites. And the Aphorites generally are put on the material plane. And they can breed with themselves. They can breed with others. And if it's others, you just flip a coin to see if an Aphorite comes out or whatever the parent race is. Okay, that's how <laughs> biology works. And um, not putting it squares. Now it's putting it coins. Yeah, it's just it's just A or B. It's just a simple true or false. There's not a lot of them, and they tend to be mostly lawful, though they don't have to be. And they don't seek to create their own society. They seek to integrate into other societies to bring the joy of lawfulness into their Yawn, cultures. snore, boring. Oh, Christian? Well, that may be boring, but their picture sure isn't. There's a lot going on in the picture right now. <laughs> I see there's like a pink fleece leotard battle robe. I don't know how to describe mm -hmm. that. The arm looks like a loofah. Yeah. Somehow fluffy. So they always have golden skin that flickers. Ooh, and ooh. It periodically, this word that I don't understand, skates with sparkling crystalline dust and eyes and hair that tend towards metallic hues. But otherwise, they can be different, yeah, right? Other than that, they can look like humans or dwarves or elves or any medium humanoid creature. They're basically lawful people. So we had like Ifrits. Ifrits were fire people. And we had tieflings. Tieflings were demon or devil people. Aphorites are essentially lawful people. They have a heritage of the lawful outsiders within them. So they look like a normal humanoid, but they have these golden skins and these copper hairs and this corrugating gold dust. Well, as a guy who's mostly visual, I hate this. I think the words sound good. The picture sounds terrible. Golden skin's cool. We reviewed a, a race that was golden skin that I want to play at one point. This just looks awful. I don't know why they picked this shirt. It's a rather tacky shirt. I have to agree. It's bad. She's wearing like a bonnet, but it doesn't have the actual like cap on. It's just this leather thing over her head. I'm very confused by the majority of this picture. She's got cool pants though. The pants are nice. Good boots, good pants, cool hammer, cool electricity in the arm, but the rest of it, well, I guess, well, you know, let's see what the stats are. Maybe, maybe we'll actually play it for what most people will probably will. All right. Uh, they get a plus two to strength, a plus two to intelligence, and a minus two to dexterity. Aphorites are strong and intelligent, but move and react somewhat stiffly. So that's a pretty good 
stat spread for melee characters that don't care about dexterity. So your paladins, your barbarians, potentially strength-based slayers. If you're going to be wearing full plate, you don't care as much about the dexterity. Not a bad stat spread in a lot of those classes, like the paladin, are lacking in the skill department. They only get two or four skill points per level. Aphorites are medium outsiders with the native subtype. It's been a while since we've seen this, but essentially means that they don't get really any of the cool things for being an outsider. <laughs> But they still don't get to be affected by a lot of spells that affect strictly humanoids. They are medium creatures with a 30-foot move speed. Aphorites speak common, and they choose either celestial or infernal. Because they're lawful, they can either be good lawful things or evil lawful things. An Aphorite with a high intelligence score can choose from the following bonus languages. Abyssal, Aquin, Auron, Celestial, Ignin, Infernal, or Terran. All makes sense. Outsider languages are languages of elemental planes. They have dark vision up to 60 feet. They are skilled. They get a plus two racial bonus on checks with a single craft skill of their choice. In the lore, a lot of what people in Axis do is they build. They build perfect things. So you have like your perfect weaponsmith and you have your perfect armorsmith and your perfect mason. So building things is part of the lawful society for them. So this makes sense flavor wise. Not super strong. Most people don't end up using a lot of crafts. But those that do, I'm sure, will be happy for it. They get a spell-like ability. Aphorites can use protection from chaos once per day as a spell-like ability. Makes complete sense. Protection from spells are typically pretty strong because they protect you entirely from mind control from that kind of source. And as an adventurer, typically you are facing off against chaotic, evil-natured things. Aphorites have Aphorite resistances. They have Electricity Resistance 5, and they get a plus 2 bonus on saves versus both Poison and Mind-Affecting Effects. Interesting choice on the Poison. Yeah, not sure where that comes from. I guess you could see Poison as a chaotic thing, but the Mind-Affecting Effects both make sense and is incredibly powerful. They get Crystalline Dust. An Aphorite can manifest a haze of crystalline dust that forms into indistinct runes and glyphs surrounding its body. This effect grants the Aphorite a 20% mischance against melee and ranged attacks, activating this as a move action and can be maintained each round as a free action. A bunch of other rules, but you can use this ability a number of rounds equal to your hit dice. They don't need to be consecutive. Oh, wow, there is a magic item that we recommended highly called the Cloak of Displacement that does this and takes a standard action. A move action is great. An action economy to make that a move. There's a lot of times I had Cloak and I didn't use it because I was like, I need to cast a spell instead of freaking protecting myself. This makes it amazing. Yeah, this actually alone seems like a jump away from designs of the past. Basically, all of the racial traits that the Aphorite get are very usable. <laughs> We're a jump away from the way we designed it, whereas we can use these things in our I mean, it, We think about it, there's been a lot of races that have these racial traits that are just there, and you're like, well, yeah, I suppose I could use it, but I'd never have a chance to. Crystalline Dust is like, wow, yeah, I'm going to use that. If I ever am going to take a standard action to attack, no reason not to defend myself with this. Well, Christian, that is the end of our Aphorites. What you think about them? It's interesting that they introduce kind of more humanoids. To me, it, it's honestly kind of boring. I didn't really want more what are essentially humans. These are essentially lawful humans or lawful orcs. They have good stat spreads, but their lore I'm not so keen on. Not that I don't mind lawful things, just it's not something that I'm jumping to do. I'm not like, wow, I really want to be a lawful person. That's my fantasy. I want to be from the lawful outer planes. I really like how powerful their abilities are. They have a pretty good stat spread, one that you don't see a lot. In fact, that might be a unique stat spread. They have dark vision, they have bonuses on saves, they got protection from energy, and they have a two usable abilities. They have the protection and they have the dust, which, you know, even if I'm not crazy about playing this race, 
it's really good. I think it's a really strong race mechanically. Yeah, aside from this shag <laughs> shirt with pink and black contrasting terribly against every other color on her person, I think it actually would be pretty cool having the golden skin and that sort of thing. But yeah, the flavor doesn't hit me much. The abilities are all cool, but they're all defensive. I find myself picking less and less defensive things because I've got so many characters in mind, backup characters. I don't mind if they die anymore. But definitely strong. It's probably one of the stronger ones we've seen, especially one of the strongest only gets a quarter page. She clearly didn't follow the laws of fashion. That's why she got kicked out of Axis. The fashion police are <laughs> after her. All right, well, that is it for Aphorite. Next is the Duskwalker. Mmm, that sounds edgy. I think I'm going to like it. <laughs> if you like Phrasma, if you hate undead, then Duskwalker is for you. Well, thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great RPG podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? Email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. This episode was edited by Devin Tonnell. This is Johan Martins. Thanks for listening.